This is a podcast from Baker Street Productions. The following content references eating disorders and contains strong language. Muscles by Charlotte Hendricks. I never understood why they call this a walk of shame. Technically, I am walking, but I don't feel any shame. I had a great night last night. Good sex. I even came. Can you imagine? on a one-night stand. And it was great. Went on a fancy date, paid off the bill at the fancy restaurant, because that's just the kind of woman I am. Going on fancy dates, having fancy sex. No shame anywhere, no uncomfortableness. Well, maybe a tiny bit of uncomfortableness. My lacy underwear is scratching against my vagina. Probably because these things are five years old and too small for me. A woman is staring at me. Does she know my underwear is trying to start a campfire in my vagina? Probably not. I've got a great poker face. Plus, she looks like the type of woman who's only ever owned lace in the form of old white tablecloths. She's probably watching me because of me. Because, oh yeah, I'm fat which is apparently a reason for people to stare. All right, I can hear you going, no, Bonnie, you're not fat, but I am, and that's okay. Fat is a neutral way to describe my body type. Now, clearly I might sound like a goddess of fat knowledge to you, but it didn't come to me overnight. It was a lot of work, and months and months of reprogramming my brain. I threw away the scales and the diet books. Instead of cleansing my body, I cleansed my Insta-feed. Stop dominating my screen, thin, able-bodied white women. I forced my brain to look at all sorts of bodies in the media. Hey brain, you do find fat women beautiful, you know that. You've just been lied to your entire life. I spent hours looking at myself in the mirror after years of looking away. Bought all the clothes I didn't feel good enough for, because even though I told myself otherwise, I do think crop tops are cute. Read all the books, happy fat, intuitive eating, my healthy relationship with food. I swore to myself that the diet industry wouldn't make any more money off of me. Well, looking at my pile of books, I guess the anti-diet industry is robbing my bank account now. But hey, If you can't avoid pumping money into this capitalistic system, you might as well get guilt-free cake out of it, right? The next step in my process was putting an end to squeezing my fat in an unloving way, hoping it would burn faster if I forcefully and painfully massaged it. Because yes, that's a thing. And most importantly, I learned how to love carbs again. Carbs, as in pasta, bread, cinnamon buns. And here I am, a new me, at peace with myself and with the lace burn in my vagina. After my shower, I stand naked in front of the mirror. I force myself to let my arms rest next to my body instead of holding up my saggy boobs so they won't look as droopy. 
I'm alone in my room, and I still have to fight the urge to cover up. No. Today, I feel good about myself. I like my body. I like my body because it works so hard to keep me alive. I like my body because it carries me around. I like my body because it is soft and warm. This may sound like woolly-dilly mantra shit to you, and to be fair, it is. But it helps me, okay? So no judgment. I like my body and I shall not cover up. What shall I wear today? I mean, I have to cover up a bit, eventually. I go through my underwear drawer. Nothing lazy today, please. God, I need to do laundry. I mean, who has the time to do laundry nowadays? Between dates and girlfriend lunches and more dates? When am I supposed to take time to pick up all my clothes from my bedroom floor and sort them and then put them in the washing machine and then hang everything up? Worst chore ever. I find one pair of grey granny panties, big and comfy, and one white silky thong that looks like something a cheeky bride would wear on her wedding night. Oh, why do I have to be such a woman of extremes? A silky thong seems a bit over the top for a lunch day with a friend. But I feel good about myself today. I shouldn't be wearing granny underwear. Fuck it. Thong it is. Who says we can only wear cute underwear for dates anyway? Is it the patriarchy? I'm not sure. But just in case it is, I'm going to fight it. I'm going to wear that thong. My one sad thong. I may sound like an adventurous woman who has a wide array of thongs. You know me, having casual one-night stands and stuff. But I only have the one. Bought a few years ago after a boozy morning brunch. We all know I can't say no to bottomless mimosas. Which gave me enough confidence to go in the store and buy the sluttiest, tackiest one I could find. I staggered into the store, trying to look more confident than I was because... Let's admit it, those five cocktails can't work miracles for a curvy girl in a lingerie store. And I started to go through the panties section. Bras are off limits in a store like this anyway. I could almost hear the flimsy bra strap snap from being within a meter of my boobs. It was hard work going through all those panties or heavily tipsy. It also didn't help that all the extra large ones are always at the back. Why are we always at the back? Why do extra smalls get to just reach out and pick the first one they see? Why don't we put the extra largest first? Is this a metaphor for life? Anyway, while my drunk brain was going through tons of panties and simultaneously coming to mind-blown conclusions about our fatphobic society, I was also hoping the cashier wouldn't notice me. I begged for her not to picture me in the thong I was buying and be grossed out. I avoided all eye contact at the till. But that's the old me. The new, reprogrammed me is squeezing her dimpled butt cheeks into this dangerously terrible piece of fabric and is feeling really good about herself. I feel good about myself today, even as I arrive at the restaurant. 
I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and immediately look away. No! Look! Gosh. I feel good about myself today. I sit down and feel relieved that I arrived first so I can choose to sit on the bench and not the tiny chair opposite me. While waiting for my friend Rose, I wonder whether I'll tell her about my one-night stand. Uh, probably not. We haven't seen each other in ages, and she's one of those people who thinks that only thin people can have an exciting sex life. Oh, why am I even here? Moral obligation? Nostalgia? Food? Probably a combination of the three. Rose arrives. As she sits down without having to worry about fitting in the chair, she sighs. Sorry I'm late. Had a fashion emergency. I am so bloated today. I tried on so many outfits, but I could still see my tummy in everything. She leans back and points at the flattest tummy I have ever seen. I try to see any sign of bloating, but I'm staring at a concave surface. Rose has a talent to bring back every conversation ever to the same topic. Her weight. Maybe it's like with my five-year-old niece. If you ignore their bad behavior, they stop out of boredom. I try, but oh no. In between trying to have a conversation, she keeps picking up the menu and looking at it indecisively. Oh, I don't know what to get. I'm just so bloated. Ignore. I'm telling her I'm getting the mussels. I feel sophisticated ordering them. Fish, right? She puts the menu down again, clearly not ready to order. The waiter comes over and asks us what we'd like. Do you have any, like, small dishes? I'm just not that hungry today. I'm surprised she isn't pushing forward her stomach and asking if he thinks she's bloated. The restaurant doesn't have any small dishes. Oh, poor petite Rose. No, I can't think like that. This is just the patriarchy trying to divide two women over the fact that they have different body types. I won't allow it. Quick, change the topic. For a full ten minutes, we managed to talk about neutral stuff. How's work? How's your dog? I hope Vanessa's grand died. You know, light stuff. The waiter comes back. I order the mussels before she can push back our order even more with her indecisiveness. She takes a look at the menu and goes for the vegetarian pasta. A wave of relief rushes over me. I was scared she wasn't going to order anything in the end. Oh, just a peppermint tea for me, please. Fuck off. We talk about genuine nice stuff and before I know it, our food arrives. The mussels are served in a big steamy pot. They smell amazing and I am so hungry. I get ready to dig in, but then I see Rose staring at my dish with wide eyes. God, that's such a big portion. I try and tell her that mussels are mainly shells that take up a lot of space, but still she feels the need to repeat her insightful statement five more times. I briefly consider helping her brush up on her shellfish 101 by saying that mollusks secrete calcium carbonate which hardens on the outside of their bodies, creating a hard shell. Which, of course, we do not eat, because it's a fucking seashell. Does she think I eat seashells? But I 
bite my tongue and instead I pick at the muscles and look around the restaurant. Are people looking at me because I ordered the biggest dish? Do they think I'm a glutton? God, why did I pick something so messy to eat? I take a muscle and try to get it out of the shell with a fork, but it's stuck. The marinara sauce is dripping all over my hand, and as I finally get it loose, the red sauce splashes all over my shirt. Great. The fat girl is covered in food. Quick, everyone. Take a picture so you can turn it into a meme. I scan the restaurant again, and one woman looks at me. What is she thinking? I look over at Rose and see that she's picking at her food as well. What's wrong? She says it's just too much cheese. She didn't expect this much cheese. She looks at it with disgust. A flash of recognition shoots through me. I know that look of disgust. It's her brain trying to count the calories in the cheese. It's her brain visualizing how much fat her body will produce when she eats it. It's her brain trying to measure the amount of exercise she needs to do to make up for it. I feel sad for her. I feel sad that I've been ignoring her cries for help. I want to tell her that she's not bloated. I want to tell her that she's beautiful even if she was bloated. I want to tell her to enjoy the cheese and enjoy the feeling of a satisfying meal. I can't believe they serve such big portions here. She is again staring at my dish. Fuck this. I get having a fucked up relationship with food, but I will not be used as her guilt lightning rod. I stare at my muscles and as quickly as I can, I start picking them out of their shells and putting them in my mouth, sometimes three at a time. The red sauce splashes everywhere. It's a bloodbath. I'm not looking around the room, only at my dish, but I can feel people's stares burning in my back. I'm eating so quickly, I can feel gas building up in my tummy. The white thong I'm wearing feels so tight all of a sudden. The cords cutting into my hips, no longer the symbol of my feminine freedom. Can I burst out of it? Will anyone notice if I do? I don't know why, but I need the food to be gone. Now! Only a few minutes later, I'm done. I expect her to say that she couldn't believe I managed to eat it all. Insult disguised as a compliment. My head was trying to come up with snappy comebacks. Shouldn't you worry about all the cheese you're eating? At least I'm not here crying over my meal like some of us. Or very defensive comments. A pot of mussels is mainly shells that you don't eat anyway. And then just throw my pot of mussels across the room, the shells flying everywhere, so she could see how much space they can take up. But to my surprise, she doesn't say anything. She's looking at her food, her fork picking the vegetables out of the cheese. The rage disappears and, slightly embarrassed, I start wiping away the drops of marinara sauce I spilt on the table. Is my mouth covered in a ton of sauce as well? Do I look like a five-year-old after eating spaghetti bolognese? I don't dare to ask. I don't dare to look in the mirror as well. And then she saves me.
my friend is getting married in a month. A tiny conversation starter that pulls me out of my spiral. I feel like I can breathe again. I ask her everything about the wedding, and she happily chats away about dresses, Hindus, and flower arrangements. My whole body starts to relax. I'm back. I haven't seen her dress yet. I'm sure she's gonna look amazing though. She is just stunning. She's honestly just such a stunning girl. She's gonna look great in any dress. And then I make the mistake of redirecting the conversation to me to say that I can't wait to see what I'd look like in a wedding dress. Oh dear, weird. I can't imagine you in a wedding dress. My heart sinks. Why? I don't know. It's just... Pause. It's just so... So... You know. I know. I know exactly. The rest of the dinner is a blurry haze. As I sit there, the strings of my white thong start to cut into my skin more and more. Two underwear fiascos in one day. Why did I have to wear that stupid, pretentious thing anyway? That's not me. Get me out of this thing! I run into the door of my flat and take off all my clothes. I look at myself in the mirror while still wearing the thong. It doesn't look too small at all. And the strings haven't left behind any red marks. I take it off anyway and rifle through my cupboard. There they are, my gray granny pants. So soft, so familiar. As I put them on, they cover most of my belly. And for the first time in what feels like ages, I let myself breathe out and loosen my stomach. What was I thinking wearing uncomfortable underwear for a lunch date? I pick them up and look at them. They're just so, so, you know. Muscles is a Baker Street production written and directed by Charlotte Hendricks. The script was performed by Maria Guyver and the sound design was by Alison de Klerk Mattis. Muscles is part of the Speak of the Devil series, available on podcast platforms or at www.bakerstreetproductions.co.uk. To find out more about our production and the people involved, visit the website or follow us on social media. If you have been affected by any of the issues raised in this production and would like to talk to someone about it, please contact BEAT the UK's eating disorder charity.